Maybe we shouldn't eat it either. <laughs> hey guys, welcome to Typing Famous People, May 5th, 2020. I'm your host, C.S. Joseph, and uh, missed you folks. Uh, it's been uh, busy, busy AF around here. Uh, if you want to know like how busy it is, well, it's busy. Nice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice. I know, right? I love that explanation. <laughs> well, the reason why we've been so busy is because, like, we're getting the test ready for everybody. Uh, I actually got to review. Um, it's What's almost. Up, uh, Welcome to. Wow, let's like listen to myself apparently as I open up this page. But uh, yeah, so that's been kind of cool dealing with all that and. Uh, Getting the page open for you guys here so I can share my screen. Um, but before I do anything, I would like to make make something like really importantly known real quick. Well, we still can. Well, you guys still can. And if you guys go to this website, you will be able to enter into our sweepstakes if you haven't yet. There's a nice little fancy video here that explains what it is. But basically, you get these things. One year of gold tier. That's private lectures for free for a year. You get early access beta to our personality assessment, our online assessment. And I looked at it today. Uh, uh, one of our gentlemen who's been working on it a lot, it's, it's looking better and better every passing day. I'm, I'm super excited about it. And uh, I, we even took some of the feedback that some people asked for the, your guys' wish list and the like. Well, hey... That's where it is. Also, lifetime member access to season 14 and 19, which, by the way, if you are a patron, remember, you need to make sure that you go to csjoseph.life forward slash members. It's very important. And then become a member. Uh, don't have your, uh, don't be a patron on Patreon anymore. We're moving everyone over to members. We're not posting any more content on June 1st. And then if you are a member, uh, by the end of the day, on June 1st, you get to have Season 14 and Season 19 grandfathered in. If you are not a member afterwards, well, Season 14, at least Episodes 1 through 8, and Episodes 1 through 17 for 19 will no longer be available on Gold Tier for people after June 1st. This is very, very important. It may become available in other ways, but it is not going to be available on gold tier anymore. So if you want to get grandfathered in to make sure that you have access to that, make sure you guys are a member at csjoseph.life forward, uh, forward slash members. It's really important. And obviously, you know, for the sake of the sweepstakes, you get that grandfathering in too. And then also you get the ultimate messaging formula, which also folks at ultimatemessagingformula.com, it's on sale for half off. Had to get this commercial done, guys, because need to keep the communication flowing with the community as to what we're doing. Uh, I believe that the test beta uh, starts on Friday. I believe it starts on this Friday. We may start it early, earlier than that, but I believe it goes live for beta on Friday, This the test. So be looking for that. We just got a couple of... We realized I had to reshoot a couple of videos to, for supporting that, but uh, it's looking pretty well so far. So enough of this. Um, glad to have had the opportunity to talk to everyone about that before we got started with this stream. And in which case, 
I'm gonna prep that right now. Get our YouTube going here, youtube.com. And then we're going to go to, let's see, a uh, whiteboard, we need a whiteboard as well. And ooh, high performance CPU detected. I'm gonna close that, I'm gonna close that, I'm gonna close that, I'm gonna save that. Um, I'm gonna close that as well, close. And let's see how many things we have open here. I'm gonna close this, I'm gonna close this, closing that, closing that. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Wow. We got uh, we got Brandy Murray in the house tonight, folks. Shout out to Brandy. Uh, and then uh, Basic Betty is back. Haven't seen you in a while. Holy smokes. Um, emailed Anthrax. Awesome. And uh, Tosh Murray. One of our uh, oldest folks has been with us from the very beginning. Thank you for joining us this evening. And uh, Ninja Panda the Third. That's a new one. Master Exploder. Tip my hat off to you. And uh, awesome. Marcelino is representing tonight. That's excellent. Okay. Bringing in the, uh, the type stuff now. and getting my board set up. I've been really sick, guys, so that's kind of like why uh, I'm kind of a little off right now in case anyone's wanted to realize what, what's been going on with me. That's kind of like the only reason. Uh, I'm fighting multiple viruses simultaneously, none of which is the uh, main one that everyone's freaked out, by the way, so no worries. Uh, okay, cool. All right, so let's do the challenge. We always do the challenge. Let's do the challenge. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to set up here. We're doing in the challenge first, then we're gonna get right into your super chats. Remember, super chats are open. And how super chats work with the format of the show is the highest bid is the one who gets highest priority after we do the monthly challenge. And uh, we'll do that. Um, uh, growth in God, we already did Justin Trudeau. I don't know why that's not listed. We already did him. Uh, please choose a different one, uh, good sir. Uh, if you guys need to know a um, couple of links, I'm going to put them into uh, um, csjoseph.live forward slash famous. I think that link is actually working now. Uh, we fixed it. Uh, we should have fixed it. If we didn't fix it, let me know, please. Please let me know. Uh, .life forward slash sweepstakes for that contest. So you are the giveaway that we're doing. Please enter in. The winner is chosen tonight. I believe the winner will be announced at the end of this stream. So if you guys want to know what the winner is on stream, we're announcing that. So just so you know. And uh, awesome. And I am going to fix this here. And uh, I'm going to be going things. All right. Okay, sure. Oh, he's kind of gross. <laughs> oh, gosh. I just got nailed. <laughs> yeah, don't French kiss your own dog, folks. <laughs> just don't do that. It's not good. Here, take him away. I'm kind of grossed out as it is. Here, you're walking. Nobody likes to be French. Barbara Streisand, that's cool. 
Alright, this is taking too long to get the show off the road. Alright, challenge typing discussion. And then, uh, I just got dog bombed. So, you know, let's see here. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Okay, Sheila. Sheila. Sheila so-and-so. Sheila. How do you, like... Is it Ma Sheila, star, star of Wild Wild Country? Okay. That seems to be what we're doing tonight. What does everyone say? We're going to do Ma Sheila first. Ma Sheila. What guys, what type do you think she is? What type do you think she is? Come on. Uh, wow. The dog is an ENTP. I've already typed my dog, okay? Yes, yes, it is Waffy the ENTP dog. It there you go. I said it. <laughs> Ma Anon Sheila. Thank you, Basic Betty. I'm glad someone around here is paying attention because obviously I'm not. My bad. Um Anon Sheila interview. Cool. Let's fire this up. Ma Anon Sheila interviewed. Spirituality was never my cup of tea. Funny interview, um, and uh, interview, okay, from Netflix, Wild Wild Country, cool. Let me know if you guys could hear this, I hope you can, you should be able to. It better, it better work. Tell me if you guys could hear it, please. interviewed several personalities for the last 15 years. Uh, this intrigued. Every other personality that I've interviewed, I've always known a lot about. Here too, we have a lot of information. Information that we've seen, have gone on. Two things I believe. That Tell that guy to like stop talking. Like, please. That you have to have when you interview someone is curiosity Thank you. and perhaps some empathy. And I hope I can bring both those qualities. In. Did you ever, ever realize and feel that you would come back to your home, India, with this level of energy, excitement, and curiosity. Did you? No. I had not anticipated that I will get this reception as I carry a big backpack of different opinions on my back. It's Oh, I carry a big backpack of different opinions on my back. That's profound. Like, automatically, you know, hashtag, you know, uh, oops, hold on. Let's do it in red, you know, the color of blood. Uh, Ma Anand the Sheila. Uh, okay, yes. And then, uh, but so far, we got a point for abstract for that. And then, talking about burden of opinions. That's F-I-T-E, that's spear and bow, folks. That's that's exactly what that is, it's spear and bow. So hopefully um, get that going for you. Uh, I just realized that you guys can't see anything. My bad, let me fix that. Now you can. Um, so let's, uh, let's continue. Interesting, Sheila, that when we read about you, there is such an extreme volley of opinions that have surrounded you. I mean, you've been shrouded by controversy, by scandal, by questions, pretty much for most of your life. How do you look back at everything that went down? 
I am a free woman. That you are. I don't need anybody's opinion, what they think, what they want me to be, or how I should be. Oh, I don't need anyone's opinion, what they want me to be, how I should be. That's two S-I-N-E statements, earth and water, and another opinion statement as well. So far, she's looking like a philosopher. Pretty interesting, not going to lie. It's, uh, it's getting cool. Um, so, she is morally bankrupt. Okay, I didn't know that. I have no opinion of if her so far. I have so to far. sit in a prison for 39 months, no problem. I will show them that I do it with grace, and I have done it. Your journey began as a result. I do it with grace, and I have done that. Whenever people are talking grace is a key word, a key word is for grace is typically an F-I statement, typically. Uh, so it's kind of like maybe a half a point there, but we're just going to put a point down for that one so far. But let's uh, let's keep going. Um, also, uh, getting a, I mean, I could argue pragmatic or affiliative so far, so I'm not really going to put a point down for that. Um, and uh, But I am going to put a point down for interest so far because talking about like how her career unfolded with the first question, her reaction kind of seems more of an interest-based point of view instead of systematic. She wasn't thinking about, you know, doing the best thing. It's just kind of like, this is what I got out of the situation. So, all right. Let's uh, keep going. To love. Your unapologetic, unabashed, and unconditional love for Bhagwan, for Rajneesh, for Osho. Do you look back at that love with regret now? I look back only with reverence and feeling of passion and love that I felt then, I feel now too. Was he also as much in love with you as you were with him? He was also very much in love with me. Oh, you should see some of the photos, how he looks at me, and you'll know it. You're oh, how he looks at me. Okay, yeah. Kind of, hmm. still, still seems that the context of that is an introverted se sensing point of view because of the experience that she's receiving. Right. But was it platonic? Uh, I didn't have sex with him, if that's what you mean. Politely. Uh, I didn't have uh, sex with him, if that's what you mean. And he's like, politely. I'm being polite about that. Um, you know, saying if that's what you mean, uh, expert intuition, but that was actually uh, pretty informative for her, and it's kind of not really necessary for her to say she's being informative uh, as a result. So informative, abstract type, you're already looking at an NP, so it uh, seems like an NP so far. And then, uh, and then with her looking like a philosopher so far, this is uh, looking like uh, an NFP. Uh, based on what we have so far, an NFP for her. So let's keep going. I'm going to switch over to a different interview. Into a commodity. I mean, let's be well, what, one of your former Raj, logical about it. One of your former Rajneshis in Sydney alleges that uh, prostitution was one of the ways that uh, your group raised money. That former Rajneshi's profession happened to be prostitution and was raising money for himself as a prostitution or herself as a prostitution, 
It's his profession or her profession. I have nothing to interfere with it. It's it's his profession. It's her profession. I I'm not going to interfere with it. That's kind of like an extroverted feeling nemesis statement almost. Very interesting, and the fact that she's not interfering with it, and that that's a point down for affiliative. That's their personal business. So your godlike figure is quite happy to be a pimp. And I don't. I beg your pardon. I said your godlike figure is happy to be a pimp. I beg your pardon. Whoever you happen to be. Well, is he a pimp or is he not? Whoever you happen to be, that's also an affiliative response. Um, but uh, whoever you happen to be, like, that's actually more of a TE thing than an SE thing. Um, because whoever you happen to be is more of an intuitive thing, what you may be, what you may say, what you may claim, etc. So it's still very extroverted thinking as a result. You're a worthless man. You, you must know pimps because you must be going to prostitute yourself and must be in touch with pimps. You just said that if people I... Oh, she's doing like that projection thing, twisting things around, playing the victim, which is typical of a philosopher uh, point of view. Um, and, you know, remember, the, the vice of philosophers is like, you know, hey, uh, I'm going to sacrifice my fellow human beings for the sake of my own agenda. Maybe this is why we have someone in the live stream audience here claiming that she is uh, morally corrupt. This is getting pretty interesting. Um, let's uh, let's keep going. We're working as prostitutes. If somebody wants to do business and their business happens to be a prostitution, I'm not going to say that their business is good or bad. And if somebody makes his or her money that way, and the Bhagwan gets some... That is their some, business. So th and Bhagwan does not get a penny of anybody's money. That's not what you said. Yes, that's exactly what I said. No, you're running for cover because I've called your godlike figure a pimp. No, I'm not running for cover, mister. I don't run for cover. And person like you make me run for cover? Ah, oh, that's a joke. A uh, person like you make me run for cover? Oh, that's a joke. Okay, so again, that's a TE uh, response. Remember, folks, that TE users, they hurt the most through public shame, so they attack the most through public shame. Keep that in mind. People attack people based on how they feel, you know, and, and how they would actually feel pain. So again, more extroverted thinking as a result uh, through introverted feeling. So... Uh, informative, um, affiliative, abstract, interest. Okay, we understand that, you know, she's an NF, obviously. She is informative. Is she is she progression or is she outcome? Hmm. You know, responding or initiating. Definitely seems responding for sure, but I really want to see a little bit more evidence first before we make this, you know, the final, final thing. Um, so, but uh, so far, in my personal opinion, looks like INFP. Let's go to a different one. provocative, cruel, maybe cunning at times. How many of these adjectives do you not agree with? Two. Mm -hmm. Cruel and cunning. Okay. I was always upfront speaker. When you are upfront, you're not cunning. Mm. What I feel, I say it in the front. 
right at your face. Cunning. Yeah, that's very responding. Super responding. So yeah, there you guys have it. She's an INFP. So, and that is at 1950 for the, uh, um, so, Manon Sheila INFP for uh, keeping track of uh, what's going on here. All right, cool. Let's move on to the next one and get right into the super chats. And I'm going to be racing plenty here. Awesome. All right. Super chat channel. Nice. Got a lot of different ones. Okay, so uh, Lil Wayne. Um, Lil Wayne at $60. Thank you, Brandon XM, for Lil Wayne. I guess Lil Wayne is the one. Uh, did anyone con anyone confirm for me Growth in God's uh, Justin Trudeau? Um, we did him earlier. He was typed as an ESTJ. I'd like to know what uh, his, uh, his uh, choice was. Um, Highest super chats first, guys. That's how this works. So when we do our super chats, the highest one is the one that we go, and they're all collected here in our Discord channel. The super chat bots got that on lockdown. Um, so someone please get into contact with Growth and God so I can figure out what his is supposed to be. Um, thank you. Uh, but yeah, uh, Little Wayne. Little Wayne is next. All right, let's do it. Just gonna do some blue ink for that one. Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne interview. Okay. tell you yo listen to me i've done this for four like i said four years and people when i said i got wayne you talking about this show this show yeah, i said yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Yeah. Listen, so yeah. i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna, I'm gonna say a question just so you know my first car nigga i was banging that shit nigga. my first <laughs> next is cool you traveled nigga where this question came from no i mean niggas on the run eating nigga okay i'm gonna see you okay hold on let me let me let me i'm gonna go around the place okay just off of like visual typing with all of his bling and whatnot, it's like, okay, nice, nice TE going there, bro. Let me not start with that one. Okay, okay. He tried to sign Young Money, offered the Masters, but take his time out and I got more. I do a whole bunch of things. Oh, oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay, yeah. So, uh, so you're trying to sign you and Young Money? Yeah, okay. now you so when you were doing the mixtapes already? Yeah, so already, what, yeah. What he was doing was he just trying to help in right. any form and fashion. Wow. So, you know, if I got to sign your mom, man, whatever I got to do <laughs> to help you out in, in your situation you're going through right now, it's like, I know it's embarrassing. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, your shit, they got shit all public, this shit out Like, what I, I want to do is make sure you straight as a man. Mm. You know and make sure your personal thing like the rap shit you gonna make sure you straight as a man you know okay so that's expert sensing uh 
and then also uh, FITE, uh, two FITE statements there, um, and obviously pragmatic, uh, pragmatic AF um, looks like an SP. But let's keep oh, let's be good with that. You maybe look at a different. Let's do a different interview. Hip hop star Lil Wayne doesn't ordinarily give interviews, but Nightline is no ordinary broadcast. A controversial encounter with the rapper is already getting major attention on Twitter. Here's ABC's Lindsay. Oh, how I would run in your house and tie your parents up or something like that. And I, was, I, was, I sold a million records in a, a heartbeat. It was about lyrics. Mm -hmm. It was just about, it wasn't about what you were talking about. It was about how you was talking about it. What do you say to people who call your music vulgar, misogynistic, offensive, degrading? Um, no, if that's what you think about the music, if that's what you categorize it under, then so be it. All those things made me. Is that, uh, if that's what you think, if that's how you categorize it, that's F-I-T-E. You know, if that's what you're going to do, that's expert sensing. So, yeah, he's a wayfarer. Fair enough. We got a wayfarer in the house. Let's keep going. Who I am, and I am a very successful man. Please keep looking out for more. It's coming, baby. So, your daughter, would you have any problem with her being called a or a hoe? Yeah, if they calling her a or a hoe, I have a huge problem with that. Yeah, but I've never called a certain female in my name out, unless I got a real big problem with her. Yeah. To say this father of four is contrary. Unless I got a real big problem with her. You know, unless I'm anti raging, you know what I'm saying? Yep. Another pragmatic going for it. Uh, seems pretty concrete. He's not really stating any what-ifs what at all. And uh, it seems interest-based. He's not uh, following a specific system because, you know, uh, do as I say, not as I do kind of an approach, which is usually an interest-based point of view. Do as I say, not as I do. Uh, so keep that in mind. Um, so awesome. So, yeah, definitely an SP. So we got an SP up here. Uh and uh, and then he's an SFP because he is a wafer and uh, definitely informative. And as the outcome of progression or initiating responding, let's keep going. Let's do a different interview. Special guest, my brother, Drizzy. How you feeling, man? My brother. We know what this picture they put up. I got a picture of you with dreads and my tattoos, man. It's awesome. It's awesome, man. It's awesome, man. How the family, man? Everybody's good, man. How pops and moms? How the uh, yeah, you know, pops is just still being pops, drinking uh, whatever brown liquor is around the house, playing piano, and work, working on an album that's never coming out. Bro, and... I saw a video, bro. I saw a video. So... Yeah, he just initiated there. So, initiated two points, actually. So, awesome. There you have it. Form initiating progression. So, he's an ESFP. And calling it at uh, 2654. 26 colon 54. Lil Wayne. ESFP. Let's move on to the next one, folks. Oh, yeah. That erase. Let's go back in the Discord. See what we got. I'm gonna erase uh, Lil Wayne here, sixty dollar, and uh, going in on the next one. So uh, thirty-two seventeen. 
All right, Dave Ramsey, ooh, is running top right now. Dave Ramsey, awesome. And uh, Rachel's got the Dave Ramsey-ness. I'm so glad you're doing Dave Ramsey. Maybe we can get like a nice clip of him roasting somebody. You know what I'm saying? I love Dave Ramsey roasts. You know, I, lo I love me a good a, a good roast. I mean, why not, right? You know what I'm saying? So, good old uh, good old Dave Ramsey. Let's do this. Dave Ramsey with the top bid, and uh, that's awesome. Let's keep it going. No, I don't want to watch that. Dave Ramsey interview. Yeah. Okay. Coming a financial good answers questions from everyone on the show. Uh, ben Shapiro. Gosh, I can't stand Ben Shapiro. Um, and not for political reasons. I just think he's dishonest. Um, and, uh, you know, I don't know. He cares more about his status than anything. It's like, oh, yeah, you know, let me, let me sacrifice all you human beings. Is you do the right thing. It's how you succeed in life. You do the right thing. You know, I'm going to give up something. You do the right thing. Gosh, right out of the way with those affiliative statements, you know? Gosh, dang it. Maybe he really is an ESTJ. I have, for years, for years, believed that Dave Ramsey is an, I, an INTJ. Am I, am I wrong, folks? Am I wrong? I mean, it might be it. I, let, let's find out. Let's find out if, if, if CSJ is wrong. Today, I'm going to live like no one else so that later I can live and give like no one else. You know, it's like he's like uh, teaching, you know, love your neighbor as, as yourself, you know, how, how, what business do you have loving somebody else unless you're able to take care and love yourself first, huh? I want to think about that. You know, love your neighbor as yourself completely flies in the face of communism and literally invalidates it. Interesting. Here we are on the Sunday special with our very special guest, financial guru, Dave Ramsey. Super excited to have him on. But before we... Oh gosh, please someone tell Ben Shapiro to shut up quick. Get to Dave Ramsey first. Um, I can't stand my like super nasally little voice, you know, and it, it's just like, I may as well like be like a mouse on parade at this point, you know. Let's talk about your impending death. So the fact is that you're going to plot sometime. Hopefully not soon, hopefully genius, the easy way. About $4 million worth of real estate by the time we were 26 and back in the... $4 million of real estate by the time we were 26 because, you know, hey, my, my achievements... I'm a TE user, my achievements. Yeah, never not. You know what I'm saying? Come on. The 80s, I was making a couple of hundred a year, which neighborhood I grew up in, we called that rich. Because of starting from nothing. And uh, But I was stupid. I had borrowed too much money, and I spent the next two and a half years of my life losing everything we owned. Uh, too much debt. And I got a PhD in DUMB. We got a chance to start over with a brand. Got a PhD in DUMB because, you know, F-I-T-E. But I'm also direct as I go about it. So yeah, let's keep going. A new baby and a toddler and a marriage hanging on by a thread. And so kind of pierced through the academics and through the lens of faith and through the lens of common sense found really common sense money stuff. And we start Common sense? Gosh, how dare you talk about common sense? You're coming off like an introverted censor. You're also coming off like an SJ when you start talking about common sense. Oh, man. Oh, man. Am I going to lose this one? Am I going to lose the bet here? Common sense equals SJ, folks. SJ. Oh, my gosh. Am I going to lose? I'm going to lose this bet, aren't I? Oh, 
are doing it ourselves. And well, that's maybe, 30 years ago. Maybe you can explicate some of the baby steps that, that you use because I know so many people who have had serious debt problems and have been attempting to get out of those who have used the steps that you talk about. So what are some of those, those steps that you talk about? You know, what we figured out was that, was that personal finance, I kept trying to fix it with the math because I'm a math nerd. And then I finally figured out it wasn't a math problem. It was a me problem. The guy in my mirror is the problem. If I can get that guy to behave, he can be skinny and rich, but he's got issues. And so I, I figured out he needs a clear path and basic financial planning slash mixed in with a little common sense to make some gumbo. Uh, we came up with an idea that, hey, do this first, then do this, then do this real clear and don't deviate from it. And lots of people did it and it worked. And we called it the baby steps because you can do anything if you just take a step at a time. We called it the baby steps. We did this. We did that. We did, we did, we did. Gosh, that was like three expert sensing statements all in a row. Ooh, I may get what I want. It might be an INTJ after all. And by the way, that was progression. Ooh, getting in there. This is getting good. You know, the battle. Who's uh, who's going to win the bet? Who's going to win the bet? Is it going to be CSJ? Ha ha ha. Or is it going to be the other guy? Who is it? Baby step one. Actually, I think it's a woman uh, who commented about this. It's $1,000. Quickly save a little starter emergency fund. Two is knock off all your debt except your home using the debt snowball, listing them smallest to largest, attack them in that order. Three is an emergency fund. Go back to that thousand, raise it up to a fully funded grandma's rainy day fund, three to six months of expenses. So now you're sitting with 15, 20,000 bucks and no debt except your house. Now you That's abstract. Oh, he's going abstract. Oh yeah, going abstract. Awesome. You can breathe. That's a foundation. And then you You can breathe. That's another expert sensing statement. I'm winning the bet. I'm winning. I'm Start winning. Investing into your retirement, kids college and pay off your house early. Typical millionaire pays off their home in about 10.2 years. And uh, then you're Typical millionaire does a 10 point two That's another TE statement. Talk about them typicals. Talk about them typicals. Definitely direct. It's still progression so far. Haven't seen much outcomes, folks. Set up for baby step seven, which is just build wealth and be outrageously generous. <laughs> so I want to talk about some, some of those ideas because there's... I mean, like... Uh, yeah, Amanda Lynn Gleason, he does play everything up. Because, I mean, if he's an INTJ, ESFP subconscious would. You know what I'm saying? Come on. A lot there, and as you say, a lot of that... Oh, gosh, please, someone tell Nasally Shapiro to shut up. That is, is psychological as opposed to monetary. So when I... At 2% interest. Like, after listening to his voice, like, I need a shower. Just saying. And a $10,000 debt at 10% interest. Oh, man. Highest concurrent viewers in, uh, in uh, channel history right now. Why not start with the one with the high interest rate? It's mathematical blasphemy. It really is. For a nerd like me, it's like fingernails down a chalkboard. We're doing it wrong, you know? We're doing it wrong. But the thing is, if you go to the Y and you sweat and... We're doing it wrong. We're doing it wrong. That's expert at sensing. We're doing it wrong. TE, we're doing it wrong. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Uh, repeating the same thing over and over again. Another sign of progression. Okay, so looks like we got ourselves a Wayfair. Direct progression, you know what I'm saying? Abstract? Oh, yeah. INTJ. Mmm, yeah. You know, like, ah, yeah. That's cool. But because, you know, the audience would be like, ah, Mr. C.S. Joseph, you're being like biased. You need to verify. I'll do another interview. So we'll, we'll do that. 
what's kind of the rule? Because you, you see on TV, they say, what, the, the, a couple months' salary? Yeah, the, the jewelry stores say three months, but okay. I say one. One month salary is yeah. an engagement ring. Yeah, and diamonds are like jewelry. They um, are, are diamonds are like jewelry. Of course, they're like jewelry. Diamonds are like fern. One month salary is uh, for jewelry. That's pretty cool. You know, okay, fair enough. Furniture. They've got huge markup, and so where you buy it can be very, very important. Like a diamond broker, or if you know somebody that knows a little bit about diamonds, even a high-end pawn shop. Even if you know someone about, okay, it's, it's all about what you can do. It's about these people, about thinking about things properly. He's very systematic, laying out his system for acquiring jewelry. Obviously, he's done it before. I mean, my system for acquiring jewelry is, is you go to a pawn shop, you shake them down a little bit, and then they give you a really good deal. Then you take that to like a, a place where an awesome setting is, and then you have your thing done there, and you save a bunch of money. And no, this is not a commercial for Geico. You can get stuff like a quarter on the dollar uh, and, and really legit stones in a good situation and they you know this idea that they go up in value that's a bunch of crap you know sharon my wife's got yeah yeah it's true i mean like diamonds don't really actually go up in value at all because more and more of them are being pulled out of the ground right uh the only thing that keeps diamond prices up is the uh i mean well you know people have been having sex for years now and because that's been happening, babies come from that. And uh, increases in population is the only reason why demand goes. But if Bill Gates gets his way with his little depopulation BS that he's got going down right now, well, then I guess diamond prices are going to go down because there's going to be less demand for diamonds. Who to thunk? Might want to consider your investment portfolios after that, folks. Anyway, that's enough. Uh, 3720 for Dave Ramsey. 3720 Dave Ramsey, the INTJ. I am so down. That is so dope. Yes, I won the bet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's going to be great. Don't forget, folks, if you're just tuning in right now, we have a giveaway going on right now. The It will be announced at the end of the stream, csjoseph.life forward slash sweepstakes. Get in on that, csjoseph.life forward slash sweepstakes. It is right here. The link is in uh, the chat right now. Nice giveaway. And the winner is announced tonight. Please check that out. Please. All right, cool. Um, all right, so next up on the list, we got uh, got some Dave Ramsey. Deleting uh, some Dave Ramsey. Awesome. And, uh, okay, so $36 seems to be... Oh, nope. We got Doja Cat. Doja Cat is in there. Doja Cat. All right, how did I miss that one? Doja Cat is next. I don't even know what Doja Cat is, but... Uh, Let's uh, see how that goes. Doja Cat. Awesome. Doja Cat. All right. Uh, Doja Cat. Doja Cat interview. Uh, okay, this is like an actual person. That's cool. We're, we're handling that, you know. Okay. Juicy to a classical musical expert. Okay, fair enough. Is she like... Um, I don't know, a, a clone of, um, gosh, what's that girl's name? Um, wow, I can't can't remember her name. Um, Nicki Minaj, there you go. Took me a while. Hi. Oh, hello, hello. It's Hi, so nice, nice to meet you. you. Very nice to meet you. My name is, my name is Classical Kyle. I'm Doja. 
Doja. Nice to meet you. Really lovely to meet you. I keep it juicy, juicy. I eat that lunch. I'm Doja. Nice to meet you. But like, you know, I'm all dressed pragmatically because my independence and my fire net choice, introvert intuition, you know. Uh, so far, like, I mean, she looks like a wayfarer, like, instantly. And with that, you know, kind of, like, extroverted sensing and inferior just staying. So probably an INTJ, maybe. Or an ISFP, but we'll see. You know what I'm saying? Doja, are you... You're, you're a musician? I'm a rapper and you're a, a rapper. singer. Rapper. Oh, songwriter. Also producer. I, I would love to hear Wow, I am a rapper, songwriter, you know, because I've sounded direct with that and responding, you know, so far looking like an INTJ, folks. A piece of your music. Yeah, absolutely. What should I listen to? You should listen to Juice. That guy, like, consistently initiates over and over and over again. He's, like, so, like, fascinated. It's almost like he's an INTP stuck in his ESFJ shadow. It's like, bleh, I... I, I want to support you as much as I can right now because your status is so tasty to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like, wow, dude, like, you need to, like, calm down for a second. I mean, could someone please, like, get this man a chill pill or or at least, like, get him away from the caffeine every time, you know, before the show? You know what I'm saying? That, that might be useful. See. Juicy. Yeah. Juicy. Okay. Yeah. It's about butts. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Yeah. That guy, he's like so uncomfortable all of a sudden, you know, his SI child's like, ah, what, what just happened? It's about. Yeah, it's about butts. And, and what sort of, and what sort of. Um, uh, in like a, like, it, it's just about butts. Just. That's just, that's just all it's about, you know, because I'm still direct, you know, and ex, you know, <laughs> being matter of fact about it. Yeah, okay. Yep. Some like and not butts. even like not even like you know like the gross part of butts but like the beautiful part about butts but also like thighs and like butts so the, so 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 the full spectrum of what a butt could be yeah I the full spectrum of what a butt could be that sounds very systematic if you ask me oh my gosh because she's explaining the system of beauty behind butts right now this is a very odd uh, situation <laughs> oh man like come on okay like why they're so great yes an INTJ in their ESF piece of conscious would dress like that are you kidding me okay 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 yeah his ESFJ subconscious is like this is like crazy right now so oh 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 this is exciting so I'm not trying to delay listening to this song but we're taking your sweet um, ass time but um Oh, but you're taking your sweet ass time. Yeah, because she's pragmatic and she's progression. She's like, hurry up, bro. Come on. This is like way too slow. You're taking your time. Uh, okay. Um, so, and something that she's doing here. Uh, so we have direct responding movement, who is N-I-S-E. So, uh, and then pragmatic, systematic. Okay, but just on these on the top right now, uh, that would basically mean uh, ISTP. Uh, INTJ, and then uh, we could do INFJ, except we know she's not an INFJ because she is pragmatic. There's just no way. So it's actually between these two right now, ISTP or INTJ. Let's keep going. Um, so so your, your, your full name here? Doja Cat. Okay. So yeah, Doja yeah. Cat. Okay. And do I need to listen Featuring to Featuring Tiger. Yeah. Butts. 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 Okay. 
Sorry, I said butts too much. Just butts. Sorry. I mean, that's all it's about. see it like i'm you can like literally watch this intp's si child reactions it's like wait a minute <laughs> saying if you can see it from the front wait till you see it from the back okay. back 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 okay, okay. back back you know back, sometimes back, you know you know if you're looking at like a like a like a cathedral or something is different from the front the front yeah no she's not infj we already went over that no. And, and, yes, is, it, is the yeah. back of it d way more interesting or something? The cathedral. It, it depends on the the, the cathedral, the, the cathedral or or in, indeed the individual butt. Okay. Yeah, I probably have quite a few questions about the lyrics Already? themselves. Already? Okay. I do <laughs> want to. Twenty-five <laughs> seconds in. Oh, oh no no no! Oh, I do I do okay more 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 okay. Three Sorry. minutes. Uh, you're only 25 seconds in. That's a TE statement. That's an SE statement. Definitely a Wayfair. And uh, so, yeah. All right. Fair enough. Um, INTJ for Doja Cat. Two INTJs in a row. And popping that at uh, 4448. Doja Cat, INTJ. ESFP focused, folks. That's what they look like. They like actually look like that. ESFP focused. No one believes me when I say that, though. No one believes me, but it's true. It's a fact. So, there we go. Moving on to the next one. We, we got some Doja Katniss. We're deleting thatness right now. And who's next? 32, 36. Looks like Thomas Middleditch is next because he was ditched in the middle for some reason. I don't know why. Um, so let's look. Thomas Middleditch interview. Swinging interview. Do I want to know what that is? Um, okay. Swinging saved my marriage. Okay. This is going to get a little weird. Um, oh, this is the Silicon Valley guy. This is also getting weird. Well, moving on, actor Thomas Middle Ditch. Okay, apparently uh, things need to load here. Uh, best known for the series Silicon Valley and Godzilla King of the Monsters is getting... The actor revealed that he and his wife of four years costume designer... Whoa. Okay, so here's what he told reporters. Quote, to be honest, swinging has saved our marriage. We have different speeds and we argue over it constantly. But it's better than feeling unheard and alone and that you have to skirt. Wow, that guy like sounds like super INFJ just from like, you know, on the edge. I wonder if, I mean, he kind of looks like an INJ, but let's, let's, uh, let's keep going. Grab one? Yeah, you grab a microphone. Yeah, grabbing microphones. It's. <laughs> <laughs> you look so much like Seth Meyers to me. Oh, hush. You do. Join the club and uh, join it. But I saw him. I saw him a couple nights ago. And he was like, man, I look like Thomas Middleton. <laughs> <laughs> Could we get you a worse microphone? Would I don't possible? know. What if, what if I change it? Does. Nope. That's zero. <laughs> now that test. We're filming. Oh yeah. I'm always wary of things that you do that people could turn into internet things with dicks. 
<laughs> okay. That guy's hilarious, but, uh... Yeah. <laughs> too quickly, huh? You guys think I did Doja too quickly? You had her as ISTP, huh? Alright. We can go back and look. It's fine. We'll do another one. Let's do 2019, huh? An older one. Let's do, um... Uh... Origins of the Moo record. I don't know. From New is. York and on the new Hot 97 app, Ebro in the morning. On Hot 97. Ebro in the morning, Laura Styles, Rosenberg, Doja Cat got. And focusing and stuff. It turns on people, though. We turned on me, too. Yeah. Later, but it turned on me. It was like, it just turned into mostly paranoia yeah. and not the good time it used to yeah. be. It usually, it hasn't turned on me yet. It hasn't, it hasn't, <laughs> I don't know you guys, you. why would you guys do this and have these issues with a little bit. And here's the problem people make. They don't ease into it. You got to put a little toe in, wait 35, 45 minutes to see where you at. I would wait even more. I'd give it a full hungry. hour. I'm hungry. I want to eat the but rice crisp. There's plenty of time. Don't worry about it. We got this. No, go eat something else. Right. Not that. Then don't make it into food. Just <laughs> I don't know, man. So, so, so wait, wait, you're from Los Angeles? Yeah. What, from, okay, so I don't really know too much about you. So how did, how did... You really think an ISTP is going to be walking around with those, like, dollar sign earrings on, on their face? You know what I'm saying? No ISTP woman's going to do that. You even think Billie Eilish is going to do that? It's just not even, that's not even re real. They got that extroverted feeling, inferior, self-deprecating emo they got going on, especially them musician rappers, you know what I'm saying, that are all ISTP. You want to know an ISTP? Compare her to freaking Eminem. You telling me she's just like Eminem? Are you absolutely kidding me? Come on, Daryl Briscoe. I mean, really? Is that real for you? The whole music thing start. Um, I locked myself in my room when I was 16, and I just, like, opened up GarageBand. I was downloading, converting, like, music into, you know, MP3s and putting it into my GarageBand. Then rapping over it terribly with like a like this like telephone filter it was like it was just it was really rough at first but I like got a hang of it and I fell in love. I did not do Dave's superpowers not yet. So you were writing music on your own. So you, did your friends know you? She just explained her system for doing it. That's not interest based at all. She just explained her system that she followed for making the music. ISTPs, STPs in general, don't like revealing their systems. They don't like revealing how they actually get to where they gotten until after they're like super comfortable and well along in their career. Eminem didn't open up about how he made his music until a long time afterwards. You know what I'm saying? I mean, even my STP wife, she still gets in my face sometimes if I talked about her to other people and like reveal to them about all the cool stuff that she figures out because that's like, hey, that's my stuff. I, I worked hard for that. You know, it's kind of like that as a little mini built-in intellectual property thing inside the head like that. You know what I'm saying? But an INTJ, uh-uh. They're going to be like, oh, look at me, my titles, my status, look what I made. Here's the system I followed, and I'm so brilliant that I made the system, but I get you might not be that brilliant, and then as a result, then you not be able to follow my system. Because my system's for me, yo. I, like, that's seriously the INTJ way. You telling me she's an ISTP? Uh-uh. You were trying no. to rap too? Or no, it was like, a like I didn't have friends over. I would just, like, be in my room just on the internet, just, like... Deep. I wouldn't have friends over, you know, like, come on, I, I, she's an INTJ, I, I understand INTJs, I've 
mentored them, been in relationships with them, been friends with them. She's an INTJ. Thank you. Next. Going back to Thomas and his cringe. This is the double microphone. Five books that are all this thick, and I have to know them all. And then when I do, I will take to the skies <laughs> and fight the Germans. <laughs> Why do you want to do that? Well, it's been a dream of mine. <laughs> Don't, you see? Don't you see what a dream it would be? Sorry, right, before we talk about pilot sites and Wow, this is like getting all crazy. Hold on. Let's uh, do an older one. Thomas Middleditch interview. Um, there we go. Silicon Valley interview. Let's see what we can go on Silicon Valley. Um, cool. Roll out laughs for Silicon Valley. Awesome. On Larry King now, Thomas Middleditch. What's inherent about improv is it is. Wow. Oh my gosh. How is Larry King still relevant? I don't get it. Complete discovery. It requires a different. That sounds about right. I don't know. Would you call? Being on a um, an animated show with Mike Judge, and he. Gosh, he's so progression. Like, just look at how he just smooths and slithers around his environment. You know what I'm saying? That guy is like progression AF. You know, and in fact, because he's like kind of like all snaky looking and whatnot, I'm giving him green ink for this one. You know what I'm saying? Thomas Middle did. Oh, don't do that. Don't don't do that. There we go. Um, yeah, I can't uh, I can't do that. So yeah, he's 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 a progression for sure. He's movement, definitely. Works with these two creators called John Altro and Dave Krinsky. And when I was working on the animated show, they were saying, hey, you know, we're writing this show with about computer dorks <laughs> for HBO, and we think you'd be great for the lead. And I was like, okay. Uh, a, thank you for the stereotype, but B, like, yeah, right, that would be my dream, you know? That's like bucket list to be on a show for HBO. But it turns out they weren't lying. Yeah, Kurt Cobain is an INFJ. Like, I don't know how many times I gotta tell you guys this. He's an INFJ. He's super self-righteous. He's a Templar. If you guys don't know what Templars are, you go to season 17 in the playlist, watch the Templar episode. That guy had a serious problem for telling other people off on a regular basis for being irresponsible while also being irresponsible himself. He's a literal walking hypocrite, and no one does that better than Templars, okay? Which is STP NFJ types, okay? The dude is a freaking Templar. You want to tell me he was like some kind of philosopher willing to sacrifice other people for the sake of his own benefit? Uh-uh. I don't think so. Or are you guys trying to make an argument that he's a crusader who's always focused on fairness? There's nothing fair about Kurt Cobain. There's nothing fair about it whatsoever, you know? And then at that point, the only other option is like to say that he's like some kind of INTJ. And I'm like, wow, really? No. Because he was an FE user and actually like was very affiliative and wayfarers are pragmatic only. And, uh, yeah, the script, the Richard was called Thomas Pickering, which is my mom's maiden name, which I had told them about. Did you think it would be a hit? No, I never think anything I do is going to be a hit. Uh, <laughs> the track at... The tr oh, I never think anything I do is going to be a hit. Gotta love that extroverted feeling, self-deprecation. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Extroverted sensing, talking about what other people are doing. Track record of my work <laughs> proves that. Um, but no, uh, even during it, I was looking for some some reason that I could tell myself how it was going to fail. But uh, it turns out people like it. I'm looking for some reason to tell myself I could fail because I'm an expert feeler again. 
He's a bumbling character, yeah. right? But this year, I understand he's ruthless. Uh, a little bit, yeah. I mean, Richard's got to make some, some tough calls, and I think he pushes back a little bit. You know, for four seasons, he's been ever the victim, kind of, ever the recipient of other people's bullying, and I think he's kind of, he's not having it anymore. Is Mike Judge easy to work for? He's incredibly easy to work for. Really? I thought, you know, maybe with his success and money and all that kind of stuff, you know, so many people turn into jerks in that yeah. aspect. But no, he's been he's super nice and encouraging and funny. And yeah, he's great. Well, we had TJ talking up other people in that regard, extroverted feeling, putting down a point for introverted sensing because he was talking about his own experience there with using a lot of I statements in a row, not really talking about we or others. Miller on the show the day it was announced that he was leaving. Yeah. Did his departure come as a surprise? Mm -mm. No, I think for a while. He was making it pretty clear that he was ready to move on and... Um... No, he's making it pretty clear he's moving to move on. Okay, so he initiated that point there. Uh, that was also another TIFE statement. So uh, also he's pretty, seems pretty informative. So it looks like his starter type so far. No sense in... He gave a candid interview to the Hollywood Reporter, and he was critical of you and then praising of you. How did you react to that? That sounds about right. I don't know. That sounds about. I've known that guy for a very long time, and um, I think he and I have had our times where we're very much in sync, and times where we're we're not. And you know. Would you call him a friend? Sharing from his own experience, also uh, expert feeling self-deprecation. Getting closer and closer to a crusader. Uh, probably not now, but I don't wish him any ill will. Doesn't he like visually look like uh, um, the guy who plays House? Uh, you know, who is an ENTP, Hugh Laurie. Yeah, I mean, I hope he does great in whatever he wants to do. But um, were you shocked when he said that? Yeah, I would say it was. Uh, it was unexpected that he took it that far, but at the same time, uh, what are you gonna do? I, I don't. I, I suppose you can't go through this business entirely unscathed. So, if someone wants to throw your name under the bus, that's. What are you gonna do? I don't want to retaliate again. At the same time, I just. I, Someone's going to throw your name at the bus. You know, that was a very uh, abstract uh, statement as well. Uh, he's made other abstract statements as well earlier, so definitely some abstraction. Uh, speaking of his own experience, you know, what are you going to do? Expert feeling self-deprecation again. Can it get really interesting here? I hope he does great. What's filled with crazier people? I hope he feels great. It's kind of looked like he had that look on his face of feeling unwanted, but expert intuition users have. How many people are Silicon Valley people? <laughs> are they uh, Silicon Valley people a little off the bend? It's, I mean, it's not that they're like a little off the bend. It's, well, like Facebook is a... Oh, he's, uh, he's disagreeing uh, with TI, and he just initiated another point because he's going on about Facebook. Pretty great example. You've got this guy like Mark Zuckerberg, he's an introvert, uh, a programmer, someone who wants to build this great thing, and they think it's amazing, and by the end, it's ballooned into this massive data harvesting thing that other people can manipulate and weaponize against society as a whole. All he wanted to do was build this cool thing, and he didn't have, and who could have the foresight that inevitably becomes this thing that could. He didn't have, who could have that foresight? Again, that's an abstract statement as well. So we're looking at a crusader uh, who was abstract and form initiating movement, as near as I could tell. 
And uh, so, yeah, based on that, folks, I have no choice but to say this guy is an ENTP. Unless for some reason he's an ESFJ, but I'm just not seeing it. Not seeing it at all. I'm not really getting any affiliative out of this guy. I'll do another, uh, I'll do another, uh, another one. He's kind of got the same level of funny that Jim Carrey has, who's also an ENTP, so I could kind of see that. Um, so, but yeah, definitely, uh, definitely an ENTP. So, uh, let's see here. the biz yeah mm -hmm. it is one of the best something to biz. claim it's yeah. a damn man fighting a bear <laughs> it's a damned man fighting a bear <laughs> is there is there anything treacherous about taking taking obviously you guys have worked together that long is there anything treacherous about taking it like kind of large scale with bigger projects you guys fight more fiercely or has there been any downfalls or is it 100% positive to say our let me just answer this one no go ahead Always, always do this. I'm in one of my moods again. I have two. Bitchy and doesn't give a shit. Well, you don't need to tell us, sweetheart. Okay, look. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very, uh, gotta, gotta love that, uh, gotta love that pragmatism. So yeah, definitely an ENTP. All right, so calling it at uh, 10106. 10106. Uh... Thomas Middle Ditch, ENTP. Who's next on the list? Who we got? Thomas Middle Ditch. Let's see here. All right, where did my. Uh... Here it is. Cool. Cool. Looks like uh... Miles Davies. Miles Davis next. Miles Davis. All right, cool. Miles Davis. All right. Miles Davis. Rare interview, 1988. Legendary interview. You don't define jazz. Jazz is just like a, an attitude. See, music is nothing but styles, like I do. I play. I play a style. If it's a blues, I play the blues. If it's a ballad, I play the ballad. If it's funky, I play that. Fast, I play that. Not one stop. You know, like people say he's so loud and shit like that. And not one though. He's so loud. He's the, and talking about someone else right there. Expert sensing going in the red ink for this one. Miles Davis, dope. I don't know what they're talking about, and I don't care to to. To try to think like that, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I don't care what they think about, you know, I don't care, dude. I don't want to think like that, you know? 
is your right intuition. So, so far looking like a Wayfair. Sold out. Oh, I, I missed that one. They did, yeah. Oh, that's... that's a BS. Okay, yeah. Pragmatic. Okay, I got a point down for Pragmatic. That's, that's what musicians say when they're lazy and don't want to learn different things. That's what musicians say when they're lazy and they don't want to learn different things. It's talking about his moral standard for musicians. Talking about what other people are doing. It's about music. You know, like the white man just says, you cool and you just pick up an instrument and you can play with a lot of feeling. Stay there. Hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You don't study. You know, whatever they learn when they started out, that's, what they, that's all they know. People like that say that. Jazz is just like a, an attitude. It has a center to it, but it sounds... It cuts the sound... So you can, like, shape the sound with your mouth. And shape the sound with your mouth. Another experted sensing statement. Pretty awesome. Um, kind of seems a little bit responding, uh, possibly informative as well. Uh, so, so far, getting closer and closer to ISFP as we keep going. Let's uh, switch over. And if you've been doing it as, as long as I've been doing it. You've been doing it as long as I've been doing it, Zessie? I mean, it's just automatic. It's just one. Okay. Ain't nothing but a move. Jazz. To Europeans, it has... Better mood. That's an FI statement. Has a meaning, Wafer. And to Americans, it has a meaning. When they say jazz, they mean... A concept that... Okay. We have a special opportunity. Yeah. When they say Jad, they mean a concept. That was actually abstract. That's cool. Let's keep going. This time again, to be with one of the masters of the music in this century. Everybody knows this gentleman. I happen to be... Uh, I know who to pick. For certain styles, the band we have now, everybody's is correct for the style we play. But I just take it, I accept it. I used to didn't uh, pay it any mind, but I, now I, since there are five books out on it, all of them can be wrong. You know? Is that the ones you're gonna do? The ones I'm doing. Yeah, I'm doing one now. But before... Yes, Milo Kunis, INTJ. Again, no one believes me. I've been hard trying to prove her not an INTJ. The reason that I didn't pay any mind to that kind of thing, you know, it was because Because they thought I was an accident. <laughs> White people, funny, they, you know, in America, they thought that, that I just woke up one morning and had the blues and started playing the trumpet. But it don't go like that, and you can't explain that to them. And so now they understand, you know. So I just said, well, it, now they know. I'm not an accident. <clears throat> Neither is Herbie Hancock or Wayne Charter, you know. Starting to uh, name drop additional TE statements. Talking about what white people do know, what they don't know. 
Still seems still leaning towards outcome focused. I don't really see much progression of this guy. Joe, Joe is out now. People are worth. The last time you were uh, in Germany, this part of Germany, we're in Munich right now. In Europe, especially all over. But uh, doesn't bother me. If you notice, he got like super hurt when he's talking about what white people or what other people think about him. And that's indicative of expert thinking inferior. It's just another place on the planet. Yeah, in Europe. You know, my, my um, in order to, to wake up every day with a smile on my face, I have to perform perfect. Yep, definitely informed responding outcome. This man is an ISFP. There you go. Miles Davis, the ISFP, calling it at 108.25. Miles Davis, the ISFP. Moving on to the next one. All right, so Miles Davis, deleting that right now. Um, and so, looks like, oh, we got, Ian Summerholder next. Ian Summerholder. Okay, yeah. Ian Summerholder. I'm actually well-versed in Vampire Diaries as well as the originals. Haven't seen Legacies yet, though. I've been meaning to. It's kind of hard to convince Railgun to watch it with me, let's be honest. Wait, what? Uh, you don't like vampire television. Well, it depends what like, oh, it's about. It depends. Well, it's, it's pretty cool. We'll watch like the first episode of Vampire Diaries to see if I can get you in on that. Okay. Klaus Michelson is like the dopest, you know what I'm saying? He's like this ENTP focused ISFJ who's crazy, or he's uh, an ISFJ focused ENTP stuck in ESFP super ego. So, very vengeful fellow. I enjoy watching that show, especially all the blood that's in it. It's excellent. All right. Let's do some Ian Sommerhaller interview. Nice. True Blood, I don't think True Blood's better, actually. No, I really don't. Um, Save the world. Uh, interview, full Rebel Styles. Okay. He's undead and unbelievably sexy. The talented and oh so. We have proof. We're not alone. First of all, don't know that you talk. We. deal with your fear all right that was direct and that seemed like a command but it was also expert in sensing telling her what she should do i said if you if you are not a woman and you have a wiener and this is the place to be like this stage with a face like that come on it's pretty incredible to be honest with you and i'll you know I'll probably catch some crap from my buddies later, but 
It kind of makes sense. What? No, and I'll tell you why. Because guys, by the way, guys are idiots. <laughs> very, uh, very direct again. Uh, and I'm going to have to say outcome for that. Not very uh, in there. And, uh, oh, guys are idiots. You're looking for an abstract statement? No, it's concrete for sure. Uh, I'm going to say ESTP, basically. Um, but uh, let's keep going. And by the way, I'm not saying that to kiss the butt of every woman in America. Oh, by the way, let me clarify. I'm not here to kiss the butt of every woman in here in America because, you know, I'm T.I. Nice. Very nice. But literally, <laughs> men really do not make the most holistic, incredible decisions. It's just... Men do not make the most holistic, incredible decisions. Expert in sensing is also an interest-based statement as well. Uh, by nature, we were just dumb. That's not <laughs> so, Thank you ladies, for your honesty. If, yeah, if you need, if you feel the need. But the problem with that, the, the other, the, the unintended consequence of that is that... But the problem with that, he just, he's initiated twice, cut himself off twice. Direct initiating control. You're not basically fully exploring this one particular, all the dimensions of this one relationship. So yeah. bear in mind, that could be a pitfall, but hey, you gotta have a backup. <laughs> bear in mind, it'd be a pitfall, but if you have a backup, uh, that's a very pragmatic statement. Basically, yeah, I mean, shoot, that was super easy. Templar type, direct initiated control, Templar uh, and pragmatic concrete interest. He's an ESTP. Like, like, you don't even have to, like, argue. Ian Summerholder is an ESTP. So, like, yeah. And what he's saying, he's great, grossly incorrect, but it'd be fun to, like, get into a debate with him, TI parent versus TI parent, just to kind of own him in that face. But yeah, 113, 28. Um, yeah, 113, 20. Yeah, that's a really good point. <laughs> Justin's like, hey, you know, guy says that men are stupid, but he's surrounded by women, you know? Like, well, yeah. That was, I don't know, it's pretty insincere on his part. He's an ESTP, though. So, anyway, let's move on to the next, the next one. So... And let's see here. And some holder is. Come on. And some holder. Like I saw it here. There it is. Cool. At the $35 level, we're still in the $35 range. Let's see here. Got Eric Weinstein next. Yep, Eric Weinstein next. Everyone keeps putting in these $20 ones, but like, you guys aren't, you know, you still got a bunch of $30 ones to get through, so be advised on that. You guys can add more to get your thing up there. Um, the show's definitely not going above two hours this evening, so if you want to get your uh, super chats in, go for it. And also, while we're talking about that, need to um, go a little bit further and remind everyone that we are doing a huge giveaway right now of private content, and the winner is announced at the end of the show at the link provided in the stream, csjoseph.live forward slash sweepstakes. Sign up right now. It takes only two seconds. Get in on that. We're doing a random number generator at the end of this show to announce who the actual winner is. Um, so there you go. 
Harvey Weinstein? No, we're not doing Harvey Weinstein. We'd be doing Eric Weinstein. Although someone paying for Harvey Weinstein, that'd be a little bit weird. Just saying, you know, that would be that would be really weird. Um, but okay, if people really want to know, haven't we done this guy before? I think I remember doing this guy before. Haven't we done this guy? I think we have. All right. All right, low gangsters. Here we go. <laughs> you didn't yes. think I knew that, did you? No, I mean, I don't know. You knew Jake was engaged. <clears throat> what? You knew Jake was engaged. Sure. You congratulated me. You go congrats. I was like, well, for what? It's not every day, bro. So anyway. The, uh... Whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> Wahoo. Another Paul show. Gossip. All right, well, more? we're going to bring him on eventually. I promise. What else we got going on in the house? Well, today's Friday, right? Yeah, technically. What's real? What day is it really? Today's Monday, so. But it's fr today's Friday, really so what do you guys got planned fucking this weekend or something? You know me, I'm going to. No, She's yeah. Had, she had trouble getting a house. Yeah. So so she, she had. I had saw her Instagram story. She was crying on her Instagram story. <clears throat> they had run the credit. Right. They had run the background. Everything came out perfect because obviously she's got great credit because she makes so much money off premium snapchats premium Snap full businesswoman i mean you, you had a great time uh you know joke yeah joking around sure. but yeah. the fact is is that she's well-spoken thoughtful and uh and she's an well-spoken she's thoughtful because i'm a wayfarer i'm a wayfarer eric weinstein the wayfarer all right all right let's get this some some eric in here eric 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 Weinstein, Eric, Eric, okay, S-E-F-I-T-E, as a result, you know, I'm just saying, let's go. Business facts, she, we were all very surprised. And what a, gener what a generous human being with her time, and, and mm -hmm. uh, she's been lovely in, in yeah. conversation. It's I will new. say this, we are the most versatile podcast, I think, in the world. Un un <laughs> oh, did I type as ESTP? Well, I could be wrong, and we can adjust it. So let's figure this out. Undoubtedly, I think that's our that's our shtick. We can have you on, and we can have someone who's the exact opposite of you on, and we're gonna thrive. So listen, I do. I and um, with Peter, um, having spent time in finance, it was a, I had a hedge fund uh, in New York City with a friend. Um, I try to simp. Yeah, I really want to verify this guy just in case because I don't want to be like wrong. So let's verify here be available in whatever capacity i mean he's one of the most brilliant people uh, i've ever met and i try to be his intellectual jogging partner for whatever uh, the topics are whether it's philanthropy or an issue in markets or finance or um, trying to figure out how to fix education what have you mm. trying to figure out how to fix education what about it's, it's a big topic bernie sanders made a little announcement last night you may have heard of <clears throat> that he may try to pass an intergenerationally extractive situation in which your cohort is viewed as a source of financial wealth for older generations. And the idea was to force you into a college paradigm and make sure that you couldn't get rid of the debt no matter what. Mm. And the way he's constantly talking about money, we're going to have to probably uh, uh, adjust it. But he keeps going on T-E-T-E-T-E. -T -E -T -E. I can't, I mean, I can't, like, this is literally it. So Eric Weinstein, you know, let's keep going. And uh, I think this thing is absolutely immoral. And that kind of spirit is actually one of the reasons why I voted for Bernie last time around. 
So you're, I presume, against the idea of traditional college. No, absolutely not. I mean, I went to a traditional college. I think that it's it's right for a minority of people. But the idea that you have to sell everybody that if you don't do this, you're inadequate. I mean, this is preposterous. And and it's it's you don't do this. You're inadequate. That's preposterous. Okay, expert sensing is also FIT. More looking more and more like a wayfarer as it goes. Let's keep going. It's unethical. It's immoral. But it's a great scam. (laughs) <laughs> um, oh yeah it's been going great it's for great the schools yeah. how, how would you I, I don't know the details behind it but how would economically you actually forgive 1.6 trillion dollars of debt with some difficulty I mean it's going to be really disruptive and expensive if that debt has to get written off then there's going to be you know a clamoring for everybody trying to play musical chairs with the debt uh, and see who gets stuck standing up at the end so I don't know how that's going to get up should be the government because, you know, the, the government said it's okay. Unwound. You but saw his, did you see his, um, per, uh, seems pretty direct though. Um, so far, not really seeing much on the formative side. Let's keep going. I want to try a different interview though. <clears throat> his idea, his proposal as to how that happened. Just going to put some friction, speaking of viscosity, yep. into the yep. system. Yep. yep. And, uh, you know, obviously that that's intended in part to uh, stop speculation, to punish people who have been doing very well because they've been rent seeking through finance and whether or not uh, that is the best means of doing all of this. Uh, let's be honest, we're in a revolutionary mood and whether or not this is the best way of doing this. That was actually a systematic statement. Hmm. These, yeah. these proposals. <clears throat> Yeah, we are years into a revolution that is not acknowledged. How weird is that? That we're in something and you're not even allowed to say mm. that we, we're in revolutionary times. Would you consider where we are right now <clears throat> to be um, similar to where we were in the late 60s? I think that's the best parallel. That yeah. uh, it's, it's like 1968 is taking forever, um, in part because it's a low-grade revolution. Like we're not seeing... Um, let's say bombings and murders uh, of a political nature, the way we were um, in the U.S. We're seeing milkshakings rather. Yeah, he kept on initiating those points, direct initiating outcome like originally. So let's keep going. Then, you know, the weather underground mm-hmm. and um, where, where you see that the violence is a kind of a generalized digital violence where it's pretty dangerous to be online because you're, you're playing with your entire reputation. Your reputation is what you need in order to be able to earn a living. Mm-hmm. And anybody who says the wrong thing or does the wrong thing, according to somebody who's empowered to destroy them, um, you can become unemployable very quickly. I think you can become unemployable very quickly. That's correct. Hold on. I just completely screwed up my interface here. Uh, let's get this in here. Still direct, um, seems pretty systematic. So looks like EXTJ so far between these two, but uh, probably an ENTJ. Gosh, gonna have to uh, keep looking. Wanna look at a different interview. Everybody, Sometimes, welcome every now and then, another- you can get like, like an ISTJ focused ESTP or an INTJ focused ENTP, but 
you know, the INTJ-focused ENTP is still within the typical stereotype because it's still within the temperament, but like with ESTPs, for example, it's outside of their temperament. You know, when they're able to go cognitive transition, they're actually changing their temperament entirely, whereas like an intellectual type doesn't need to do that. They could stay within their own temperament. So that's why there's a lot more stereotypes attached to NTs and less stereotypes attached to SPs and SJs, right? Another episode of Conversations with Tom. I am here with somebody that I am very excited to have a conversation with, Eric Weinstein. Talking about the real world. And once you make the connections, I mean, I don't know whether you're really down for all the three films. I'm literally down. Oh, oh, the other two? No, I did not Parts enjoy the of other two. two. Do you really, think they were good? Well, there's part. There's a part of two that's necessary. Uh, Which part would that be? Well, the architect's speech, probably. What part? I don't uh, remember two and three well. I'll just full disclosure. For years, I used to pretend they didn't exist. I feel I hate... Gosh, she's coming off more and more like an, I, an ESTJ by the second. Wow, interesting. Uh, he was making some affiliative points going back with Bernie Sanders earlier. Um, so, uh, but he hasn't really been speaking mostly by his own experience. He may we may be doing a lot of NE here, but uh, a cognitive transitioning. So let's keep going. Them so much, I need to rewatch them. Let's stick with which one, is a thing. shall we? Perfect. Okay. Um, yeah, I think one was uh, almost unbeatable. I mean, there was one serious flaw where humans were being used for batteries rather than... Uh, to answer Killer Mike's question, I did get Drake wrong. Drake, I originally typed him as an ISTP, and then he ended up being an ESTP, for example. I was also wrong on saying one ISFJ guy was an ENTP, but we fixed that as well. Every person that I've verified thus far, I've still been correct. But this may be uh, the first one through verification, like on a show. The Drake being wrong, uh, that was actually, I got in an argument with somebody on the side. And then I was like, okay, yeah, you're actually right. And I went through it all over again. And like, oh, yeah, he is an ESTP, right? So, but this is, you know, a little bit different. Computation, I don't know quite why they did that. But it, the way I saw it was that it was talking about the very real state. Ah, the way I saw that was an S-I-N-E statement. Okay, getting there. Uh, of our world in which we are expected to believe some sort of cradle-to-grave illusion, uh, the world that has been pulled over our eyes. And the world has been pulled over our eyes. It's also an N-E statement. That's actually technically an abstract statement, even though he's been mostly concrete. This entire time, for the most part, so I'm gonna put down a point for concrete as well. This guy's just really well and developed. By turning it into a sci-fi context, they were able to talk about it very directly. And you see this, for example, in Islam, where everybody understands what the metaphors are, and that there are certain ways that you can bring up very dangerous topics uh, through indirection. And that's the way I saw it: was it was a non-fiction picture discussing our actual world through a layer of indirection so that uh, it wouldn't be called a documentary. I actually have a shirt that says The Matrix. So it wouldn't be called a documentary. That was also an abstract statement. Interesting. Sometimes these TJs can come off abstract, though, if the expert intuition child is because it's very optimistic, so it's possible. But hands down, direct initiating control, we know that for a fact. And he's super TE, which means he's being ETJ. But I'm not getting that extroverted sensing from him as much as I would other ENTJs. So that's why I'm like, hmm, really good chance to be have an ESTJ here. I want to get some more affiliative statements from him. Drake's was a documentary. <laughs> okay. And uh, obviously I wear it tongue in cheek. But 
Yes, he's boring because ESTJs are boring. There, there is something um, so terrible. perspective yeah, uh, of the brain in a in a jar with a little help from Descartes, and the Descartes. Okay, that was another TE uh, reference that he got there. Idea that, for example, you and I have never met. Um, I sit here in my. Uh, I mean, just assuming that we actually are brains encased in a, in, a, in a skull. I sit here in my jar, you sit here in yours, and we have the illusion that somehow we've met in a context, but in fact, there has been no, no direct contact. Mm. Um, so how do you deal with this? And I think what's been fascinating for me is watching the world, let's say, wake up to the, the dress. What's fascinating for me is watching the world wake up. That's TE statements. Also, introverted sensing is talking about <coughs> his own experience in observation, not him actually directly engaging with the observation through extroverted sensing. So this is actually more a form of introverted sensing. So yeah, getting closer and closer to ESTJ here, folks. Um, get closer. Yes, or the Yanni Laurel puzzles. Yanni Laurel? Yes, uh, yes, definitely uh, put in academics, not entertainment. What's that? Well, remember the dress, was it was it black and blue or white and gold? Oh, yeah, yeah, I didn't know what it was called. All right, and right. then you hear some audio, and somebody says, oh, he said Laurel. The person says, no, it was Yanni. Yeah, and Brad Pitt, Yeah, and this guy's as boring as Brad Pitt, to a point. So, yeah, there you go, uh, folks. At 128.51, uh, we are updating Eric Weinstein as an ESTJ. Uh, thank you all for the opportunity to verify. Very nice uh, for that one. And uh, we'll get that fixed for everybody. That's excellent. Um, yes, Grant Cardone is an ENTJ. Absolutely, he is. All right, so moving on there. Uh, let's see, Eric Weinstein. There it is. All right, uh, deleting. There we go. Gosh, people really, really want uh chris hemsworth and chris evans like really bad so all right chris hemsworth it is everyone's fighting hard for that one actually commentator 13 is thank you very much for the super chats good sir uh as you're as you decide to hide your identity for us because of your obvious uh biased desire to understand uh, the type of uh chris hemsworth so i wonder what you'll use that information for Perhaps to uh, get to know, I don't know, maybe yourself. Mailing address? <laughs> no, don't, don't, no. That's creepy. I'm, I'm not, I'm not down for that. Oh, quarantine on Australia. This gets interesting. Okay. My guest tonight is more than 7,000 miles away, but I feel like he couldn't be closer. He has a new movie on Netflix oh, called Extraction, streaming starting Friday. Please. Hello, mate. How's it going? It's going all right. How are you doing? How are things in Australia? Like, what's the situation there right now? Uh, things, are, things are pretty good here. I feel, you know, we, we, we flattened the curve and, and there's, you know, discussions every day and updates about lifting restrictions and so on. Um, we thankfully, you know, we're very fortunate. We didn't have as an extreme lockdown as many places in the world. Um, I'm on a, you know, in a coastal town at the moment, which is pretty quiet, so we're not Constantly saying, we, 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 they're doing this, they're doing that, etc. 
Um, and for good old Chris Hemsworth, I have no choice but to use the amazing rainbow ink just for him. Uh, and commentator uh, 13, uh, good old uh, Chris Hemsworth. Um, and uh, definitely a... Uh, a sword and, or no, excuse me, a fire and wind uh, user right here with our rainbow ink. Pretty awesome. Let's keep going. You know, in a busy populated city, I feel for anyone who is. Um, but yeah, due to sort of, you know, the restrictions that were put in place pretty early and staying home, um, things seem to sort of stabilize. So, Are people over there hoarding toilet paper like they are here? <laughs> My wife was ordering a box of toilet paper like three months ago and and thought it was 15 rolls and ordered 15 boxes. So unintentionally, we, we're, we're stocked. <laughs> <laughs> we're, 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 we, we can bootleg the stuff if need be, but we have 15 <laughs> boxes of toilet paper there. So. That's nice. <laughs> Are your kids being homeschooled over the computer right now? Or... That was pretty direct. Um, seems to be pretty outcome focused uh, uh, so far. Not really seeing much progression on it, uh, but uh, let's keep going. Are you doing it yourself? How is that working? Um, yeah, yeah, over the computer, meaning, you know, they're watching YouTube and stuff. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm trying. I, I'm failing miserably. Um, it, it's sort of, you know, four or five hours of negotiation and, and, and bribery and then maybe 20 minutes of actual work, if that. And, um, you know, it's also everything's changed since I was in school. You know, I was talking to the teacher about it, and, you know, adding, subtracting, so on. It's not quite as straightforward now. There's all these new little tricks and so on, which I don't understand. So good luck me teaching my kids. Um, so you are not helpful in that yeah, I gotta love Chris Hemsworth for pointing out the deadly conspiracy theory that uh, the government is trying to uh, take over education uh, of our children by changing mathematics, inhibiting uh, parents from actually being capable of teaching their children, thus putting more reliance on the government as a result. Therefore, the government teaching protocols uh, will be instilled upon the children, thus making the population easier to control throughout the Western society. Hmm, perhaps. I wonder if he's uh, pointing that out here, you know, just saying, you know, just saying. Hashtag paranoia. Regard. No, I've just sort of, I've just, I've just relaxed into the idea that they're going to come out of this quarantine, you know, IQ a little under par and um, <laughs> a little behind. If, 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 they're going to, they're going to come out of this uh, quarantine IQ a little under par. That, that was kind of like a, a, a lower TE standpoint, but uh, TIFE definitely uh, expert sensing for sure. So far, looking like a Templar, as near as I could tell. Uh, he also, um, but kind of seems so far responding. Not really sure between responding and initiating. But seems direct initiating outcome so far. And if it keeps going that way, he might end up being a straight-up ESTP, which is a good chance. <laughs> have you been, have you discovered any new hobbies or things you like to do now to pass the time? I mean... It's, you know, I actually really like mowing the lawn. I've got this kind of this ride-on mower a few months back, oh. and and it, there's something quite therapeutic about it, and it may. Uh, I I really like this riding lawn mower, you know, and I'm concrete AF, and I, it's something really therapeutic about it. Very, he's talking about what he's getting out of riding his lawn mower. That's very interest-based. Maybe just you know, a few hours of escape from having to entertain three kids, 24/7.
few hours of escape to talk about what he gets out of it again. It's a very interest-based statement, uh, so fair enough. <laughs> or, or teach kids. It's usually around school time that the lawns need to be mowed conveniently. Suddenly the lawn needs a mowing, yeah. Like, honey, that, that lawn's growing. It's, it's a jungle out there. I've got to get to it. Sorry. Speaking of it being a jungle out there, we always hear about how there every species of dangerous animal lives in Australia and that everything there is deadly. It, do you come across any animals of that type, especially when you're out mowing the lawn or around your house in general, or is that overstated? Uh, uh, I mean, where we are in particular, we're kind of right in amongst sort of rainforest, thick bushland. Um, it, it is the jungle, you know, in, where we actually live. And often, I mean, we, there was a... It is the jungle where we actually live. Again, T-I-F-E, very concrete statements, no what ifs, whatever. Um, so yeah, definitely a Templar type. We know he's direct, uh, but he's definitely concrete. So he can be basically an STP. Um, so is he initiating, is he responding? That's really what it comes down to, but Definitely outcome, not really into the progression at all. So as a result, uh, gonna have to go with uh, Chris Hemsworth being the ESTP, definitely. So putting that down there. So calling that at 136.33, uh, Chris Hemsworth as an ESTP. Thanks for the dollars that keeps the lights on. Good, sir. Thank you. And uh, so thanks to Chris Hemsworth and Commentator13. All right. Uh, let's see what's next here. Um, I'm going to do, let's see here, Chris Hemsworth. I, uh, my theory for Chris Evans is that he's an ISFJ. That's my theory, which would make them a pedagogue relationship between the two. Uh, they'd actually learn and challenge each other uh pretty well um but chris evans right now is at 55 so 55 dollars so chris evans is technically above uh julian casablancas so let's do that one uh cool chris evans interview next really enjoyed uh, i remember this one interview he did like where he was actually wearing his uh captain america costume uh, with someone else from the cast of Avengers and whatnot. And I'm like, yeah, he's obviously like on his way out or something like that. But then it was like this whole whole thing between uh, 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 the Russo brothers, I believe. Uh, so who knows how that goes. Got to enjoy the gags. Maybe 2019. Let's see. Actors on actors. Full conversation. All right. Um, being Chris Evans' girlfriend was a nightmare. Okay, I'm I'm sure it was. If you're a fellow Crusader person, um, shares last day on set. Mark Ruffalo and Chris Evans full interview, on set interview. Uh, Billy on the street with Chris Evans. Let's check that out. Hey guys, it's Billy, and I'm out here today with the star of the new movie, Knives Out, Captain America himself, Chris Evans. How are you, Chris? Doing great. This year marks... At Billy on the Street, guys. Marks the 15th anniversary of Billy on the Street, and yes, I still miraculously have a thriving career, even though your straight older brother, Justin, doesn't get me. So, we're about to hit... Billy on the Street! Billy on the... Hold on. 
Yeah, hi, Billy. Yeah, hi. <laughs> I'm thrilled for you. Thank you so much. He's, and he has a new movie. He does? Okay. He's Captain America. Yes, he is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Movie tonight. Why? I'm sorry. When does that come out? Apparently, the show's about interviewing other people instead of actually interviewing him. Whatever. Moving on. He's always been this very austere kind of guy. But... I think we did, Rami Malik. I thought we did. You guys could check if we did. We keep track of this stuff here at this website, csjoseph.live forward slash famous. Check that out. I had this real loyalty to uh, institutions and to people, you know, and I think they slowly strip that away from him. You know, he loses his faith in government and Winter Soldier and his faith in his friends and his family and Civil War. And, um, you know, I think when we see him in, in Infinity War, he's become this sort of ossified uh, uh, kind of, um, I don't even know what the, what the right word is, but, but he, he, he's just turned his back. The guy, they've done him story and it's so uh, he, he really yeah i don't i don't care about captain america i care about you bro you boom oh my gosh way to rub it in i don't even know what it is you want it uh -huh. um how's your daughter she's good how old is she five how old is she now how old is she? <laughs> and you're like well in the middle of going through a divorce and i felt un um, and you, I felt that we, he was, he, just a concept. It was a, um, it was just a concept. It was, there's two people trying to make it work. There's still like an amicable, uh, you know, you're trying to make it work for your kids. So was that part of, did you have input in that? Cause I'm assuming even in your experience, cause you immediately you, you were trying to get someone interviewing him like this is crazy move that kind of um would allow this kind of um liberation and freedom to kind of let subtext really take over the moment and it truly couldn't have been more the contrary you know when you're oh my gosh he is so informative all right all right he just wouldn't stop he's informative 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 all right, for uh, for Chris Evans in honor of uh, Chris Hemsworth because Chris on Chris. Ah, gosh, how do they tell the difference between each other sometimes? You know what I'm saying? He gets the uh, blue rainbow ink um, for Chris on Chris, sweet Chris Evans, and uh, he's definitely informative so far. So let's keep this going. We're on stage. It's like you know your hair inside. You're just like because ah! <laughs> you have you have so much to remember. It didn't feel like that watching you though. Well, you like were in the pocket, and I'm curious because you're so exhausted. I just wanted to go to bed, and before you know it, you're right back at the theater. Um, I think, and and I think this really is where it comes down to subjectivity and personal preference. But um, subjectivity, personal preference, and then also talking about how he was tired AF, that was introverted sensing and expert intuition. Uh, getting closer and closer to Crusader. I played a villain, and within the play, you know, uh, Mikey, Michael Sarah, who's in the show with me, is kind of the moral compass, and certainly the one that you identify with as an audience member in terms of what would you do in the scenario. So as he navigates these ebbs and flows, when, when he would go through things, 
you could hear the audience, oh, like, you, and, and, and these bonds are formed, you know, of, of common, you know, humanity. Um, common humanity, bonds are formed, okay, that is extroverted feeling. He's a little bit of extroverted sensing in there, talking about other people in the way that he was. My impact on the audience was people identifying me as the person in their life that they despise. And, you know, if I'm doing my job well, they hate me, which is fine. But I if I'm doing my job well, they hate me. Okay. That was also a logical statement. That was a TI. If I'm going to do this, then this is going to happen. That's TI. And it's also talking about his experience, which is extroverted sensing. So closer and closer to Crusader, we already know he's informative as a result. Um, but I think to, to, to get up every day and find the motivation to go to the theater and do it, I, I think the next time I get on stage, selfishly, I'll want just a few moments where I can find that sweet, sympathetic connection with the audience that isn't just representing the worst. Oh, yeah, because he feels guilty because he doesn't want to feel guilty anymore. He's like, I hope the I hope the audience values me, guys. I hope the audience wants me because, like, I'm a crusader. and Crusader types need to feel wanted and they need to feel valued. And, like, this is the system that I follow because I'm systematic. LOL, you know, systematic, okay. Crusader, fair enough. They're a crusader. They're automatically systematic. And, uh, yeah. And uh, automatically informative, but which which is he beyond there? Which crusader is he, folks? Which one? Very very interesting. There's parts of their personal experience. You know what I mean? Because you replace, I mean, iconically such a likable person <laughs> well, that I would find. <laughs> I think we all know who I'm talking about. That yeah. I I think I would imagine that that would be. I forget who used this analogy, and I'm probably going to butcher it. But it really is like building little sandcastles every night that the audience or the ocean just comes and takes and then you build another one tomorrow. And that's a beautiful and tangible fleeting part of, of creativity. And I think what keeps you motivated to come back has to be part of that exchange. And, and my whole exchange was just predicated on just loathing. And I think it's just it's just loathing. You know, the way you said that sounded so F.I. critic it sounded so so fi critic he's not really initiating any new points so uh gonna put down a point for responding so far but we're gonna have to verify against that started to get uh taxing but you i feel like when you work you have just on a really personal intimate note it's it's so liberating and wonderful to be on a stage but you really do long for that kind of shared um uh emotional conflict that we all go through and and my character was so detached from any sort of morality. Uh, it, it, I don't think he, as a character, even found that. He's abstracting outwards, using his subconscious to explain an abstraction. I don't think he's actually abstract. Connection at home with his family. So that, that, that channel felt a little shut down. And, and like I said, over time, it just starts to feel, it weighs on you. Yeah, I can see that for sure. Hey, Benny, you want to ask this guy some questions? All right, what is this? What's the and now that's all we've offered. Hey, speak for yourself. True. You know what? You, you honestly, <laughs> true. It's fair. You, you I think, I think they're... True. It's fair. LOL. Crusader. 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 True. It's fair. You know? Um, but uh, 
Definitely not progression. He's constantly talking about, uh, you know, what the result is going to be. The outcome is, is that people need to hate me, but that's not the outcome that I prefer. But that's what the outcome that I'm going after. Looking more and more like an ISFJ, as initially thought. Uh, let's, uh, I want to switch uh, interviews, though. Let's get something else. Um, come on. Uh, uh, get super real about why he's living the bachelor life. Because he's probably, you know, affiliative. Okay, this is not helping. Oh my gosh. Gosh, is this guy so behind the scenes you can't even like, can't even get, you know, actual interviews done? Come on. <sighs> well, I mean, I would have if they only knew. Sorry, it's a. It, I have no clue exactly, what you're talking yeah. about. <laughs> if, uh, if you're from New England, you grew up with Dunkin' Donuts. Oh. And so it's a whole coffee thing, donuts. Man, if you ever get free donuts, let me know. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me, they're great donuts. Right. Um, jumping into why I actually get to talk to you guys today, let me start by saying um, congratulations. The movie is, is fantastic. I'm sure it's a love fest from every single person. For me, it was only at the, at the very end. Uh, I thought I knew who Rising. Like, it was. Not that's what made the script so enjoyable. Not only is it a page-turner because it's very plot-heavy and there's a constant engine driving it, but, but I, there was a lot of times I thought, I know what's going to happen. I know who did this. And, and then it keeps making these twists and turns, and that's how you know this movie's going gonna to service the audience really well. Yeah. Did you guys know when you were making it how funny it was? Because every, I think I was funny. That was pretty concrete of him to say. That was actually pretty concrete right there when I was doing it yeah. then maybe I think I'm a little funny in the movie right uh, but me watching them doing what they do those family scenes was awesome yeah I, I knew before I signed on that some of the actors that were attached so I was able to read the script for the first time with them in mind and it certainly made the, 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 the experience more enjoyable and, and they absolutely made the experience more enjoyable yep okay fair enough Yep, still on the concrete side, definitely. So, definitely an SFJ. It's always harder for me to type people within my own quadra. Yeah, I can only imagine. I said that the car... <laughs> do you remember that? <laughs> what did I do? I feel like when you were... When you were when you I'm were being literally flooring it. When you were being <laughs> Tom Cruise, when you were doing your stunt work. Yes, um, probably. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. The extroverted sensing nemesis uh, making fun. An ESFJ wouldn't make fun in that regard, actually. It's more behind the scenes with the ISFP shadow, uh, whereas his extrovert sensing is a little bit higher up. That's why he scored a point with extroverted sensing. As a result, I have no choice but to conclude that Chris Evans is as I initially believed. An ISFJ, absolutely. All right, that is at uh, 15022. And uh, Chris Evans, ISFJ. Let's see what's next on the list here. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, we got the board erased. We're going back in. Awesome. 
All right, Julian Casablancas is next. Uh, deleting Chris Evans, uh, and then uh, Julian uh, Casablancas at fifty bucks. So let's do that one. Julian Casablancas. Uh, all right, Casablancas uh, interview. Julian Casablanca's The Voids. Okay, this guy, fair enough. So politics and music. Um, interviews, Henley Joe. Julian Casablanca's interview. Let's go. A vision for the, for the set. We'll hop around. It's mostly just going to be dictated by time, you know, like, um, is there anything you don't want to talk about I should, just out of courtesy, I could avoid? Probably, I, I you know. <laughs> if at any point you feel like you don't want to answer that, I'll 100% respect it. Um, That's a pretty good question. Deep in thought. We, we have instant call. You, uh, are you approaching New it? stuff. New stuff. Nice. Supposed yeah. to rehearse for the show, but did not. Yeah. Sometimes it's better if you don't. Sort of stuff, extemporaneous. Well, we've, been, we've been touring, so it's not. Yeah. Um, because most of the strokes that I Um, but yeah, we. You... Very responding. Kind of seems uh, like he's a background type by default. Let's do some red here for him. Julian and Casablancas. Julian Casablancas. We do, uh. Yeah, I guess just mainly void stuff now. And we're gonna be probably gonna do a craft work cover. Oh, yeah? Um, Is it. You're a Bimoth? Yeah. Nice. Oh, I just. So boring. Here on the Heineken Bar with the incredibly talented Julian Casablancas. Talk us through this. What's happening here? A lot of pockets, a lot of stuff. What's going on? Talk me through it. Um, you're talking about my purse, I take it. Um... Is that what you're calling? It's a purse. <laughs> my purse. It's just you've got you've got endless stuff. I mean, you could fit so many. Look at this. You've got you've got pockets for the oranges. We're look, a, we can look. We're can... in an invisible war, my friend. Gotta be ready. Oh wow, that took a turn. <laughs> we are in an invisible war, my friend. You gotta be ready. <laughs> that's an abstract statement. And that's uh, uh, saying my friend in the way that he did, that was an excellent feeling statement as well. Uh, that really took a turn. I was I was going with how can we fit, how many orange segments can we fit in? And you went with we're in an invisible war and that makes me wanna just move on. <laughs> Now, big news. Is this true? It's it's your son's third birthday is, today. Yes. What's his name? Zephyr. Sorry? Zephyr. Zephyr. Should we, should we wish him a happy birthday? Yes. Zephyr, happy birthday. Happy your birthday. whole life's ahead of you. It's going to be amazing. Uh, now, you've got... He's so uncomfortable. He's so, so uncomfortable. 
Infrared sensing. He's probably an ENTP who's just super uncomfortable. Is a good chance uh, for that, but uh, fair enough. Um, we'll see. Uh, let's keep going. Definitely made another TI statement as well. You've got two kids. Do they know like, what you do for a living? How do they feel about having a rock and roll superstar father? Mm, uh, kind of. Um, they, um... No, not really. They, they... <laughs> I don't know, I, I, I just, I know that it's a weird thing when a male uh, dad is like performing in front of a lot of people, so we kind of just keep it mysterious. Yeah, so have they, they ever come to a show? Have they ever seen you play? Uh, no. Wow, that's gonna be quite the moment when they do. Yeah, I mean, if I was a rock star, I wouldn't want my children to be there either. Like, let's be honest, it's not exactly the crowd for them, you know, it's not, not appropriate. So he's very pragmatic with, uh, with what he's doing so far, and, uh, Staying as little as possibly, super uncomfortable, um, and uh, still very T.I. in that. Well, they know I play music and stuff. Sure. Yeah. Do they, are they musical? Yeah, very. More than I was. Really? Oh, this could be huge. You could be like a Von Trapp sort of situation. <laughs> hey, you yeah. can sack the rest of the voids off once they're old enough and get out on the road making money. Now, you and the voids, so you're playing the... Um, uh, they're amazing. Someone tell this guy to shut up. Like, I'm trying to get this guy to, like, actually talk. No. This is your first time. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to go and play a month-long residency in Brooklyn over the summer. And uh, when, you, when you get there, where do you go? Um, Times Square. Empire State Building. <laughs> <laughs> the Empire State Building. Anything else? Where should we um, go when we get to New York? Where should we go? Well, you know, as people say, uh, New York changed the vibe I mean it doesn't matter where you go in New York it's it's like every every 10 block radius Queens yeah. well initiated uh, initiated a point any informative there as well every 10 block radius is pretty much its own village yeah. so a local can just adapt I think and you a local can just adapt I think talk about adaptation as an introvert expert intuition standpoint looking like a crusader we're gonna play a song tonight called curious but it is spelled Q-Y-U-R-R-Y-U-S. Y-U-S, sorry. Why, why the spelling? Um, well, that's Jake, who's in the band. Um, he, he always writes things all crazy. I think it's like a philosophical mocking of all language. Right. Like, we have a song called All Words Are Made Up. You know, words yeah. are so kind of real to us, but it's just kind of so made up anyway. So. I thought you picked... Words are so real to us, but they're so made up anyways. This is our band doing it, so I'm systematic. You know, okay, so Crusader for sure. Stating additional facts um, and talking about the abstractions with expert intuition as to what the symbols actually mean in the process. Uh, so far, looking more and more like, uh, uh, well, definitely... Definitely an NTP, hands down. We know he's an NTP. Just which NTP? I want to gather a little bit more evidence. Let's do another interview. So. And I'm here today with a very special guest, Dr. Henry Giroux, um, just noted uh, intellectual, <laughs> writer, uh, political, next level mind, and teach the children to sing. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm honored. I think the combination of mutants, the banks, policies are written just simply over 30 or 40. No, I don't want that guy. Go away. Now, Julian, first and foremost, congratulations to you and Juliet 
on the birth of Cal, your first son in January. Thanks, Sam. Thanks. Now, that on top of the fact that you've gone solo, you're touring solo, you've recorded solo, and you're not living exclusively in New York, suggests that maybe this is a bit of a transition thing, you know, a little bit of a... But it's, it's fun, you know. Uh, for me, stage one of any... Uh, any process is the most fun so uh so you know. for me stage one is the of any process is the most fun okay that's pretty cool and a sign of regression and ent pay ent pay because i'm a starter type talk about starting 159.25 and the show is still not over yet so we'll do one more then the show is over and we will announce the winner of the uh, of the giveaway. If you guys don't know about the giveaway, last chance, csjoseph.life forward slash uh, sweepstakes. Let me verify that we're ready. Um, please get ready to run the random number generator for the winner uh, as soon as I finish with the next one. Awesome. And do one more. Doing one more. It's like... We got another, someone got outbid at the last minute. Awesome. Let's uh, let's take a look as to what it is here. Oh, Warren Zevin seems pretty cool. I, You know what? I'd, I'd really like to, um, okay. Oh, we have two bids for David Goggins. So we're going to do David Goggins next. Awesome. Um, so David Goggins, uh, maybe Warren Zevin for the challenge for next time. Uh, so we'll keep that in mind. But David Goggins, going again. David Goggins. Let's do this. David Goggins. Awesome. All right. Um, David Goggins. Here we go. Win this tonight. All right, David Goggins interview. Nice. Oh, with Tom. I like that. Let's do that. Impact theory. Awesome. All right. It's got a couple of different ones. Uh, no. Um, this is motivational talk ever. Uh, driven. That guy is on uh, Tom Lou's like over and over and over again. Cure laziness and procrastination. David Goggins will change your life. Unbeatable Mind podcast with David Goggins. Awesome. That's, that's, that's good. Hey, folks. Welcome back to the Unbeatable Mind podcast. So stoked you're joining me today. As you know, I don't take it lightly. I know you have a lot of things. To that guy looks like a token ENFJ. He believed in my way or the highway. He would wake up in the morning time and start drinking. Nice. So he's an alcoholic. He um, had a bar and a skating rink. He used to run prostitutes from Canada to uh, Buffalo, New York. Good so word. he had a big line of credit. All these banks, all these, all these high-wig bankers, you know, in these different banks would um, love my dad because my dad figured out, hey, you know, he was real smart in every way possible. So he just said... Talking about other people, so far expert sensing. These men give me a line of credit at the banks. So that's what he did. Hmm. He um, set fire to a lot of his buildings, you know. To collect insurance? To to collect insurance. 
This guy's a real gem. Yeah, oh. he is. Good guy. Good guy. So um, just he was just a guy that um, didn't care much about anything but himself. Mm. So he was an abusive guy, beat the shit out of me, my mom, my brother growing up. So my dad did this, my dad did this. Uh, so far seems TI being pretty direct about it as well. Uh, pragmatic point as well. Um, talking about how his dad beat him in that situation. And around eight years old, my mom got tired of all this. Mm -hmm. And just to back up a little bit, um, had a big time learning disability. I didn't go to school much because my dad didn't really, I don't know if he didn't so much believe in school, he believed more in the business. Mm -hmm. So his family business was a skating rink. So the skating rink would open up. I would, you know, from the time I was able to walk, I was working that skating rink. Mm. And then at nighttime, the bar would open up. So we'd be downstairs cleaning up the skating rink, me, my mom, my brother. My dad would be upstairs at the bar. And the bar would shut down about 3 o'clock. Me and my brother at about 10, 11 o'clock would be in the office sleeping. And me and my brother would be doing this, we'd be doing that, expert sensing. Uh, seems like he initiated a point there as well. And um, we hardly went to school, so there was hardly no school, hardly any like you know any interaction with kids. Mm -hmm. So um, I had big time social anxiety. I, did, I was just a really fucked up kid. Had a lot of stuff going on. Mm. To make it worse, another point for pragmatism, use of superlatives. My mom left. When I was about eight years old. We moved to a small town called Brazil, Indiana. Brazil, Indiana has some great people in it. So don't. Get me wrong. This is Indiana? Yeah, Indiana. Brazil, Indiana. Brazil, Indiana. Brazil, Indiana. Interesting name. And um, a lot of great people there, um, great teachers there, but there are also a lot of racist people there. Mm. In 1995, the um, KKK was not allowed to march in our parade, the 4th of July parade, but they were allowed to march 100 or 200 feet behind. Hmm. So this is 1995. Mm. So a lot of people in that town get mad at me because I'm on a podcast every now and then I mention how I came up and they get upset and it's funny to me because they didn't see what I lived yeah he initiated another point very initiating he's on the edge of informative there's a good chance maybe informative initiating movement there's a chance but definitely T-I-F-E so he keeps going very experted sensing uh, but let's keep going yeah and the funniest thing about it to me is Put a white person in a town of 10,000 people that are all black. Yeah, see what... Reserve recruiter. Steven Saljo was my recruiter. I walked in, weighing 297, he looked at me strangely, and I said, I want to be a SEAL. And lucky enough, the guy looked at me and said, let's see what we can do. Hmm. He weighed me. I weighed 106 pounds overweight. And this is during the whole 1999 transition to 2000, so the whole mm -hmm. computer glitches and everything mm -hmm. else, people were worried. So they wanted to get me into this class because this this reserve program I'd like to be a part of was going to end. So basically, as a reservist... Did you go through two buds from the reserve program? Yes. I remember that. Yeah. They had a program. It only lasted for a couple of years. And I was in it. That's why I lose yeah. weight so fast. Interesting. So as a reservist, the guy <laughs> said, man, there's a program that's about to end yeah. that you can go, and if you make it through buds, you'll then go active duty, right. and you'll be a SEAL. If not, you come the fuck home. Right. And I was like, Ugh. So anyway... He goes, make you lose 106 pounds in less than three months. Right. I said, I can't lose that no weight. Went back to work. A bad day happened. I found a lot of cockroaches, a lot of rodents. On my way home driving, I said, this is my life. My okay, now he's getting introverted sensing land. Making uh, He made three introverted sensing points back to back. It's going on the edge of uh, informative. 
Not really talking so much outcome focus. He's getting progression land. So he might be a Crusader instead of a Templar. It's getting interesting. Life is this. This is my life. I'm not that smart. I'm depressed. I uh, have a horrible life. I have these two guys. One guy that... So I, I became this 297-pound person because it became my body armor. Yeah. Because the inside was a fragile, Burton. weak, yeah. insecure kid. So I put this big man around it. So when people looked at me, I intimidated them. I scared them. But if, if they knew the real me, just a little punk. Yeah. I was a little punk kid in 24-year-old guy's body. Mm. Little punk, little punk kid, 24-year-old that's initiating additional points, uh, as well as another progression. He was also informative there as well. Additional uh, subtext. So I knew that. No one else did. So um, I tried to change my life, and it started there. I went to the recruiter's office. I went there. Bad day at work. The bad day at work made me realize so I got to make a stand. How did you lose the weight in three months? <laughs> you just run your ass off? Or? I couldn't run. The okay. first thing about it was, so I said to myself, I'm going to run four miles. My first run out the gate, I'm going to run four miles. I ran a mile. I, I ran a quarter of a mile, walked home, sat on the couch depressed. I said, man, there's no way I can do this. But what, what I realized, though, is I wasn't going to give up because I've already given up many times. And I thought... What I realized I was going to give up is additional introverted sensing, additional introverted sensing there as well. Uh, he also initiated an entire another point for a progression. Uh, so. What about how would I feel at 50 years old? If you gave up now. If I gave up now. I mean, not to have, you know, so I kept all this stuff in my mind. And um, basically, I started becoming obsessed. How is I going to feel at 50 years old, etc.? Okay, that's abstract. Um, Started to talk about the future. Seems pretty systematic. Trying to find the best way to do something. I slowly. Like, there's a chance this guy's needing TP, but I don't want to make absolute sure. Because I like him too much to just, like, put, like, a freaking label on him and say he's an ENTP. I want to know for sure. It didn't happen that night on the couch. Mm, right. Over a period of time, I started becoming obsessed with studying, with weight, with being somebody, with making people who thought it was going to be nothing kind of like feel like shit mm -hmm. i became obsessed with you have to make this right yeah. and the only person could do is yourself so i became obsessed with just being obsessed and and, and yeah it's actually very similar to my own personal experience as well so yeah obsessed being obsessed and, and that's what it was man you know to, to for anyone to get through seal training you have to be a little obsessed yes and a little bit you know crazy focused yes but to come from where you came little sickly kid and it's funny how when people hear my story now they want to put a title on me mm -hmm. like um i'm superhuman yeah like you had some when people hear my story they want to put a title on me that's actually like a lower form of te that's not high te at all so yeah gosh really looking like it i want to go to one other interview just to verify real quick hey everyone i hope you enjoyed this episode and mind the mind has the tactical advantage over you at all times. At all times of your life, the mind has a tactical advantage over you. Why is that? It knows what you're afraid of. It knows your insecurities. It knows your deep, dark lies. And it starts to push you away from that shit. It pushes you in a direction that is comfortable. The mind controls everything. Well, talking about being stuck in your comfort zone. Thank you, Mr. Crusader. Yeah, I've had enough. Uh, it's super informative in that one as well. Informed initiative movement. This man is an ENTP. Shocking. 
was not expecting that whatsoever. Uh, all right, so 2, 10, uh, 44, uh, David Goggins and ENTP. And I am now going to tell my associate uh, to run the RNG, please. Um, so he's running the runner, uh, random number generate this time. We will announce the winner for the sweepstakes. Uh, so uh, let me know the name, please. Awesome. So let's uh, hopefully he uh, responds. Um, on that, um, I mean, let's be honest, Zoe Cox. I'm pretty annoying too, and thank you, Leanne. That's kind of an honor. I'll be honest with you guys. Like while we're waiting uh, for uh, the winner of the sweepstakes here, uh, I mean, like I I used to weigh 300 pounds when I was like 14. I weighed in 287 on my first day of high school when I was a freshman. It was horrible. By the time I was a senior in high school, I weighed 185, and I was doing cross-country. And I've always struggled with additional weight, and it's because of, you know, liver problems uh, that I've always had. One of the reasons why I do uh, ketosis as much as I do. But, uh, you know, I totally understand, uh, you know, what that kind of life is like for a lot of people, especially for an SI inferior or even an SE inferior. S inferiors really take the biggest emotional hit uh, when it comes to being overweight or, or fat or obese, etc. And it's extremely easy to get obese in, uh, you know, in this day and age and whatnot. So uh, because, you know, all the food is so toxic, all the everything is so toxic, the, the blue light, all of it. So yeah, it's, it's a serious, uh, it's a serious issue. I mean, like, what I used to do, um, what I used to do uh, on um, uh, uh, let's say again uh, trying to communicate with my guy here about uh, the winner um, so okay okay um, got it all right, we got the winner, but I'll finish my, my story real quick. So, but yeah, like all I did was like, like who actually out there can like really actually claim that they themselves have uh, broken exercise equipment. I have broken exercise equipment. I've broke two gazelles in my life. I haven't broke like a rowing machine, I think, or something similar to a rowing machine, etc. Um, I've also uh, destroyed many um, weights in my time, but uh, I also like did a full, like one of those iron gym things, or not an iron gym thing, it was, um, gosh, like like a Bowflex, but not a Bowflex, you know, one of those types of total gym, holistic gym things. I broke one of those too. Uh, I, I was so determined. I, I ran a mile and a half every other day for like two years. Uh, and I did a 40 minutes on a gazelle every single day. I also cut out sugar from my diet as well. And I did full Atkins back when Atkins was actually popular in the day and whatnot. And that, that really worked for me. And I got, um, I got down to 185 pounds by the time I was a freshman in high school. Took three years, worked my butt off. Um, 
and uh, it was very painful. <laughs> why did I do this? Well, I discovered women when I was 14, when I was a, in a freshman in high school. That's why. Uh, and that was really the motivation, you know, behind it. So it's, um, so yeah, it's kind of like, you know, literally how my whole life was. I started getting fat when I was six years old and was bullied and beaten uh, oftentimes by ESTPs uh, on the schoolyard growing up, always picked last for anything, always wanted to do anything athletic all the time. I even did Little League. <laughs> Guys, Mike, in Little League, I had the highest on-base percentage in the entire league, but my batting average was zero. Think about that. I had the highest on-base percentage. The reason why is my expert intuition could tell if it was a ball or a strike. And a lot of the kids playing Little League, when they're pitching, they're all terrible pitchers, and they pitch a lot of balls. And I could tell when it was a ball or a strike using my expert intuition pretty easily uh, because I just pay attention to what the other players are doing. And what, and I just watch that pitcher the whole time, and I memorize his movements. And then based on that, that memorization, I was able to predict where he's going to put the ball, and I knew whether or not to swing it or not. And then as a result, I was always walked over and over and over with the, uh, with the highest on-base percentage. Um, so, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, pretty, it's pretty ridiculous. That's my story. So anyway, with that being said, guys, we have the winner of the sweepstakes. Uh, the winner uh, is there, and um, that is Carrie. Uh, uh, K-E-R-R-Y. Uh, and I believe it's Carrie McGee is the winner. Uh, so I'm going to spell that out in the chat. Congratulations. You have won the uh, sweepstakes uh, for csjoseph.life for the Discover personality assessment. Guys, the beta for the personality assessment, we're planning it, starting it on Friday. We are planning to launch the beta for it. If you want to get it on that, become a member at csjoseph.life forward slash members. It just takes at a minimum a silver membership, and you guys can participate in the beta and help us beta test our personality assessment to make it the absolute best personality assessment on the internet. So congratulations uh, to Carrie. Uh, for uh, winning the sweepstakes, uh, and thank you for being a member of our audience. And also, guys, thank you very much uh, for your financial support. This stream, we have pulled in more money than we ever have in the history of the channel, and we also have the most concurrent users than we've ever had in the channel. Uh, very, very much appreciate all of that, and uh, every single dollar is not wasted, and uh, it keeps the lights on for sure. And we're going to keep making things better and better for you. Uh, so anyway, folks, uh, thank you very much. And uh, you guys have a great night. Um, I'll see you uh, next time. Later.